was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. You can see that Pierre didn't Welcome back to Range Anxiety. We're back in the hot seat again on this Sunday session. And that was Say uh, La Vie, uh, a teenage wedding, uh, performed by Pulp, no Pulp, from the legendary movie Pulp Fiction. And who doesn't remember the gimp? Because he's right here, <laughs> sitting next to me. Yeah, hello world. Hey, Marty. Hey, babe. Yeah, Say La Vie. Such is life, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not big on my French. No, neither am I. But I think Ned mm. Kelly's famous last words. So they say. Say so la vie. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been like, fuck you, coppers? I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. Ned Kelly. Yeah, well, this probably means say la vie in French. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jeez, we're recording a bit louder today. And we're getting a lot of red warnings here, yeah, aren't we? We're we hitting are, a red line are, from time to, to time. ease it back. Yeah. Now, set, seeing you set that up was very interesting, though. It's like, what? you know when you see them documentaries of... Yeah. Apes learning how to use a tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you obviously learned how to use your tool, mate. Yeah, you go, well, you don't want to start this shit with me. No, no, it's best we don't. And we're going to welcome back all of our... I'm getting a lot of feedback now from the Flat Earthers and, and the, um, the the booger eaters. And not the, sound feedback. Not no. sound <laughs> feedback. No, we do that ourselves. <laughs> um, now, I did some interesting research uh, uh, for the members of Book Club uh, about whether eating your boogers is good, bad for you or not. Well, it's greens. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there's bacteria in there that can help strengthen you against Your diseases. immune system. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, and, I could see why a few of them be all over it. And yeah. in the 70s, it was discovered, right? This is before we get into our topic for today. Uh, it was in the 70s, it was discovered in ancient Egypt that uh, Tutankhamun actually had a personal nose picker. <laughs> no, no, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it is written. I don't know if he ate them, though, but why not? Yeah, okay. Be a bit sandy. Yeah, mate, <laughs> being the, the pharaoh, they were probably sought after ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> sought after boogers. <laughs> oh, goodness yeah. gracious me. Yeah. Now, we're going to talk about what an area of your expertise today, so let me introduce you to it. Um, one thing all um, uh, Telstra owners do know is that when you get in an argument with anybody, because your car's smarter, faster, better in every way, it always comes back to one criticism that they throw at you that you can't avoid because in the Flat Earth Manual, page 24, paragraph 2.1.2, it talks about what, Paul? That same thing you hear at the train station. What? Mind the gap. <laughs> yeah, panel gaps. Panel gaps, yeah. Gaps. It, it's, it is a thing. It's a big thing. And I reckon it's rampant through the whole car industry. Well, how would it's, you know? Uh, being there. Yeah. yeah. We, we're inside of Holden's. We, there was obviously, they had things called door adjust and hood okay. adjust. And there was people. Don't get too far into it. Let's just yep. say, because we're, to, we're talking to some pretty simple people here. They don't understand that the earth <laughs> is round, right? Yep. Um, what was that? Did you drop something again? Yeah, you dropped yeah, your phone again. <laughs> well, it's better than dropping your ass, I suppose, um, in this confined space. That's it. A car comes down the line, right? At which stage did you see it? Uh, <laughs> that was a tough one because I worked right at the end of the line. They, they, yeah. were, they were driving them off where we were. Right. So we saw a completed car. So Trimming everything. Yeah, 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 the okay. whole thing. It was all done and dusted by the time we saw a car. Yeah. But, but after it was built, it kind of went through a few little stations where they they finessed it. So who would determine, like, how would you determine whether it needed finesse? There's, it went down where they, where they did some, 
like minor adjustments of things like they they went and had the headlights aimed and while it's going through that little station the yeah. someone would walk along and they'd open the door and shut the door and just feel the alignment yeah. if you know what, what with I mean. the hands yep and mm. if it wasn't perfect they had a little <laughs> they had a little a tool in their hand yeah yeah as they do, and they would crack the striker, for example, if they're doing door adjust, yep. and they would slam the door until it was flat. But right. if it was under, that same tool, you just sort of jammed it in the door and sh right. shut the door on it, Yeah, and it brought it brought the panel out. It is. It was so brutal to watch. Yeah. It wasn't pleasant. But they used to use blocks of wood back in the day. Blocked the knee. Drop yep. the knee into the door and pull the door frame out from the top, the window frame. Yeah. You've adjusted your door. What happens if that, it was frameless? Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't Rack. go yanking on the glass. Yeah, but th that was legit. That's exactly how they did it. But there was no, there was no perfect car. There was no, not mm. everything was square. You you got to yeah. remember, there's there's build tolerances yeah. that you cannot get around. Right. There's a few mil here, a few mil there. So if you're at the worst end of the build, if yeah. you know what I mean. Like if it was allowed five mil. Yeah. And you were at that one end or the other. It, yeah. It looked so-so. So, the reason I say this, we're having this big argument on Book Club, because, you know, once they've cleaned out their um, nasal cavities <laughs> and had a feed, um, it's on, you know, it always comes down to panel gap. And so, yeah, and one of the guys there, uh, Jeremy Mack, the guy that builds the eight second trio eights, he's made yep. that much money out of it, he drives like a late model Benz. Yeah, it's a 2012 okay. V6 twin turbo, so it's a mang mang, good yeah, one, yeah. and a nice thing actually. And he was saying, "Look, my gaps are perfect," and he put some photos of his car. Now I yeah. swear, I swear to God, his rear door panel gap coming down the arch, I could I could have parked a Model Three in there. Yeah, well, you you know that we've been in areas where there have been a few Mercs over the years. Yeah, you, you've had one or two, two from memory, yeah, and. A few. and I used to look over all these cars. I still do it to so this you day. So you didn't actually tell me you were doing it back then. No, but I used to. I still do. I, every car, hmm. I just by habit, I give yep. them a bit of a once over, and and I reckon there hasn't been a car that I haven't picked a floor on. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Every car hasn't. What about a roof or just the floor? <laughs> just just the floor. You can start. <laughs> that was my there. elbow cracking, by the way, everyone. <laughs> yeah. But there's there's so many cars that you wouldn't expect that like. I've watched this one where there's a McLaren, where this yeah. fella gets a... It's got delivery Ks on it. It's 43 yeah. Ks or something on there. Yeah. And he opens one door and it touches the front guard. Well, yeah, that's pretty naff, that's, that is. Well, you know, those doors open yeah. too, you know, like, yeah, it's not going to be a good... I'll run inside and check ours. I <laughs> wonder what that creaking sound was. That's it. We should... We do that. There's two of them in there to choose from. Yeah. We'll see if the build quality is the same. I bet it's not. Well, of course it's not, because they're not really they're not really a mass-produced no, car. No, handmade, but you'd think handmade means there's a bit more time on the car. No, that just means that they couldn't afford robots. Well, that's true. These days. But these things are the opposite, aren't they? Aren't these nothing but robots? And I don't think for hanging panels. Okay. They, hanging panels are put on by just whoever just, they could find on the just street. Just a couple of Joes, yeah, yeah. all right. Because I always thought that was the problem with these. They didn't have a finishing system inside um, Telstra there. The, the problem is with the, like any car, like an early Model 3, like this one, I think the rear end, like the rear third of the car is made up of something like uh, 142 pieces, then 350 spot welds and lots of sealant and stuff like any car. But yep. the new one, it's made of one piece. And so that'll make things a lot the best better. Piece. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen a few things on Elon's new rocket yeah. engines he's building. Uh, what's that and got to do with the He's guns? saying less parts. Well, less parts is that's, always the best part. It's like, that's yes. his mantra, isn't it? So yeah. it's hard to get something wrong when there's only less a couple parts. parts. Yeah. yeah. Because the die isn't, you know, the, the mega casting isn't going to move. Yep. Uh, you know, whereas when you're gluing and spot welding and uh, bits together, like the, most modern cars the first move. The first Holdens, they would have had hundreds of parts just to put a panel on. Mm. The last one, I think they stamped out an entire side in one oh, press. Oh, the VE. The, the billion dollar baby. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that, anyway, we won't go into <laughs> yeah. that. Um, well, they weren't perfect. It's still Aussie made, you know, like it's got charm. So going back to Mercedes, um, I own an, an edition 507, as you know, and that's like a last of a run of a body, that coupe. Yeah. Now, you can have a look at my car. When I had a good look at it when I first got it home, I thought it had been in an accident because the, the and it hadn't, but the front door, the two big, long, heavy doors at the bottom where they're made up with the seal, like the ears hang out, like the yep. bottoms hang out on them. And yeah, I'm thinking, now I've had a good look at some others and they all do it. Like that is not good. And I just, we discussed this the other day. Remember we're going to get on to that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason this. For this was getting, obviously the, the, the tooling was getting old and worn out for the car and it was producing some funky results. Mm. Right. That's for right. example, Ferrari 360s, the early ones on the, 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 the trim line or what do they call it? The style line down the door by the door handle had a tiny little kink downwards by the door handle, which was actually a fault. And I know someone that wrote one off and had it fixed and they made that straight again, which takes away, obviously. A, a good mate of mine, he likes to say, it's more of a feature than a fault. Yeah, a feature. <laughs> oh, you know, Enzo probably now, did it on purpose. Now, a Ferrari's a good one because they're handmade. And from what I am, understand, as long as the wheels are square, if you know what I mean, not, mm. not mm. yeah, the wheelbase is squared, the cars weren't always the same size on each side of the Well, car. Enzo did say you're buying a driveline and the body you get for free. Yeah, that's right. It's Thank just God, you wouldn't want to be paying for it. No. And that was hand-built, and you could see that on some mm. of them. It was like a Malakia cam, hand-ground. <laughs> hand <laughs> yeah. Yep. So talk to me about your... The, uh, the reason I was talking about coupes and the doors being fitting funny on my Merc is because I was going to lead you into your, like, coup d'etat. You know, yeah, like, that, that one little thing, and I spent a lot of time with these, was the, the Monaro, the GDO, the, yep. the Pontiac GDO. Yep. Yeah. They were meant to be a fairly limited run. Yeah. They were never going to be a huge number. Got too popular. Well, that that was the thing that it was one of those ones where they sort of predicted what they would sell. Yeah. So you build a press accordingly. Yes. So cheap. The pre cheap. Weren't yeah. they done in China? The tools. Mm, I, I actually thought it was Japan. Yeah, but I got it, yeah, in Japan. But and I think from memory they were ceramic or something like oh, that. Oh no, no, they were Chinese. They got them off Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they didn't. Yeah. Because they would have had a lot less dramas with them. Yeah. But yeah, big, big press, huge piece of, I believe, ceramic, like I said, it would mm. wear away on the edges where the, the mm. folds and all the press actually took place. And at the start, they were pretty good, but by the end, some of those Monaro quarters where they joined the roof got pretty wobbly. You showed me one the other yeah. day. Yeah. On a, well, a mint car. That thing yeah. was, that's Un untouched. a nice, yeah. nice car. It was unmolested, perfect condition. Just with a bit of charm. So when they welded right. them together, they'd obviously then have to, in the body shop, put a bit of philistilla over the top of them to, you know, they'd have to bog them. No, there was no bog. They don't huh? use bog. Yeah, I don't, I don't oh. know if that's... Yep, guarantee you there's no bog in those cars. I don't know if it was mm. a, a law or anything, but... <laughs> it's probably it too was... expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Added too much weight, I don't know. Yeah. But it was actually re-blocked back. So it was the factory paint, 
yeah. was blocked back to smooth. So you put a hundred coats on it and made the paint the bog. Yeah, that's, that's one way pretty much went. Yeah, no, it was a two-pack primer, but it was a yeah. high feel. Like it wow. was, there was no actual bog put into them. Yeah, it, it was a, a bit of a process, and towards the end, yeah, lots of cars came down to get those rear quarters blocked out because the fit just wasn't there. Well, it kept you busy. You know. Very busy. So you did a few of those. Hundreds. Really? Monaros? Yeah. Yeah. When I say hundreds. Lots. Hundreds. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. They only made hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> so every, every one at the end. So there's a fair chance you could have seen that GDO that you were... That I was looking at the other day. Yeah, that's why I was a bit... Yeah. Bit, Geez, you're a shithouse painter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've had me good days and bad. Yeah, as, as you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but panel gap is, is just that. It is... Yep. It is where the, the build happened. Are you better off with the first car? You know, like down the line, you know, everyone says, never mm. buy the first of a make because, you know, they're still ironing out the um, kinks. Everyone's yep. like, get the last one. It's when they got it nailed. But did they, or is the last one the um, one? <clears throat> Elon actually, ha I saw him say something about that the other day. Now, it may be only something specific to Tesla, but he goes, the first examples, he was talking about Model 3, the first examples um, were pretty much hand-built and really, really, really good. good. Yeah. He goes, where you don't want to buy a car is during the ramp-up. Okay, when, when that starts mm, full production. Run. When production reaches steady state, he reckons they're great, and probably not so much at the end. Yeah, yep. So steady state production. So a car that's in at the oh, about the halfway mark of its life cycle. Yeah, in the, in the car game where where the I was, it's spot. like if you got one built on a Monday or a Tuesday, you know, a big weekend, your head might not be in the game, you know. <laughs> As because <laughs> men in blacks were involved. That's right. And a Thursday, Friday, well, Thursday's payday. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Friday, I can't guarantee we knew what we were doing. <laughs> so you, there was a fine line. It was like, on a Wednesday between nine AM and or eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that that's, was the car that's you the wanted. Car you wanted. Yeah. Usually pretty good. Now I had these uh, you know, there's this Captain Beadlock, you know, the guy with the um um stock Monaro with beadlocks on it that you know reckons it runs eight eighties it does across the three hundred. <laughs> um, he um was saying was he he um his nickname now is secret phone admirer because he likes telstras i think but he um was saying that he was go going on about holding paint yep. and he was saying that uh, he was thinking that maybe the hsv's got more treatment in the paint and body department than the holdens did but you wouldn't have even known what was what would you no you you did you, you okay. knew what car was what and hsv did have their own Sometimes their own colours. So like that but yellow came... in the Monaro? Oh, no, the, yeah, well, devil yellow was devil, across the yeah, line. Yeah. No, there was just a few, like there was that um, Morpheus or some pur yeah. uh, purple haze, yeah, which was more of another thing that we used to see a lot of there yeah. as well. <laughs> but yeah, they came down the same line. Yeah, It's the same everything, same paint. And the same dudes doing the, the repair. same fellas. I might like have even told this story once before of a HSV that we had to actually respray. Yeah. And not the whole car. You've got to remember, we, we were Just one side, repair. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the customer was really unhappy, and we are like, oh, no, what's he going to yeah. go on about? <laughs> he went on about the side that wasn't hand-sprayed. Because yeah. <laughs> we did too good a job that it looked nice and flat mm. and shiny. You know, you want that little bit of peel in there. Yeah. It just hides the imperfections a bit Well, that's better. right. Well, <laughs> stop talking yourself up, will you? <laughs> yeah, um, I was pretty big deal there. And, and again, uh, you know, there was another guy in that group that does $1,000 details. So he knows all about yep. everything. He's the postage yep. stamp of paint. 
Excellent. Yeah, and he was saying that uh, actually, no, I got that carried away. Then I forgot what he was saying. <laughs> no, he was he was saying that you know uh, he was going on about bumper to body mismatch. Oh yeah, now, that's another one of my favourites. Can you actually? I don't know if you've explained this before on here. I don't think you have. Why are the bumpers always different colours to the cars? The car comes down a production line or in a paint shop. Yep. Just a steel body. Yeah. There's no components on this thing. It is yep. just a steel body. Yeah. So the bumper bars, the petrol flaps, the door handles. Yeah. Um, any other bit of plastic trim that gets stuck on that car, that's offered another plant. Get them yep. painted by a different person on a maybe the same day, but with different paint. You don't want the same paint you put on the steel panels on the plastic panels. Well, because it has you in a minute. flexible agents and that sort mm. of stuff in there. Then it sort of comes and matches, matches up with the car at that stage of the production line. Mm -hmm. And they just hope that it's within that, you know, like we said about the gaps, that bit of yeah. tolerance. There's a like a, you know, like when the bloke comes around and does your curtains yeah. or carpet, he has his colour yep. swatch. Yeah, if it's, eh, it's close, on they go. I can tell you now that on these things, these yeah. Model 3s, the bars are painted on the car. You know how I know this? I can tell you why. A, the colour match is perfect, but guess why on my blue one? There was a reason I could find out I, that I knew. Because the paint had touched from the guard to the... It was the paint was actually glued to the bloody yes. headlights. <laughs> and when I took the front bar off, it ripped the paint out of the corners of it. Good on you, big daddy. Elon. You see, that's not a good thing. It wasn't great. No. Because <laughs> you should really have a different paint there. Yeah. It needs like, oh, unless you put the plast uh, elasticizer or whatever they well, call it in all of the paint. It's all fire-resistant paint on these yeah. anyway, you know yeah, what I true. mean? Yeah. yeah, well, of course, it'd have to be. Well, exactly, it? because you can just be driving down the street randomly and just explode <laughs> into a fireball. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's right. That, that's a weird one, though, because the paint gets baked at yeah. some fairly high temperatures. So yeah. this must be just like a... Uh, I don't know, it looks like crayon. Yeah. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be baked on at a high temp then. It must be just like let it air dry. Someone just fanning no, it. No, well, one of the problems with the early paint on these is they didn't let them dry for long enough before they moved them to the next stage of assembly. <laughs> Apparently. Well, they accelerate fairly quick. It what, left paint behind? I don't and know, then, it made it run or something, or, you know, they, they probably didn't bake them long enough. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it's all about time. It's about getting them in, getting them out. Well, my blue one had a funny finish around the under the tail lights on the boot I, lead. I do remember, and that was that. never accident damaged. That car, that was no. off out of the factory. Yeah, that's when it looks like the paint started to yeah, run. yeah, it's yeah, like hanging. You can yeah. see like yeah, curtains in there. Yeah, it didn't look good. No, I, no, it didn't. I didn't like, and you couldn't polish it out. Yeah, it didn't like the look of the rear of that one. No, thank God it's not mine anymore. <laughs> but it had patina. Yeah, it's, it's, again, more of a feature than a fault. And you only end up being fired into space anyway, so who really cares? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, so paint paint is is a different thing. But um, PPRE was telling me that the uh, molecules would align a different way on the plastic, which also made it reflect light differently. That, well, the, the paint was like... um. What do you, Electrostatically charged. Yeah, that's right. So it, you needed that metallic to stand up. Yeah. yeah, and that's not going to happen when you're talking a plastic component. No, well, you why you could have just been there with a magnet. static, though. Yeah, you could have pre-charged yeah, it. Yeah. But, I, of course, you know, Holden went really like the No, it wasn't time, really you know. that important. Yes. No, it was just about sales of cars. So, gaps, all new cars have shit gaps. I've yep. walked around here and, and most of the new cars we have have got shit gaps. The only one that doesn't is that 2012 Mustang Shelby there. That well, you reckon got... that bonnet looks right on the front? 
I'm just saying from here. Oh, actually, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Maybe I'll get my eyes checked. Better call Specsavers. Well, well, as you know, like I said, I'm a bit fussy. I'm a bit picky. The, the Ford's the same. The Ford's been through a shop run. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, but it, the VF, you can imagine my own personal car at yeah. home. I've been all over that car. I've adjusted yeah. a few. I've adjusted a few. Yeah. The bonnet did not line up with the guard. No. No, only driver's side. Was I was looking at it every time I got in the car. Annoyed the crap yeah. out of me. Yeah, about day two, I think I had to adjust. <laughs> day two of ownership, I was adjusting panel fit. Over a few men in blaze. <laughs> yeah. Now, some good news. We're going to move away because we haven't got long left today. Um, you might have seen, I posted on Facebook yesterday, that um, plaid deliveries are rolling out now across Europe. I did see that. Means we're next. Yes. And that's yes. when you get the cold chill down your spine. Of handing over cash. Uh, yeah, and you think, ah, <laughs> oh, well, that, interest rates are cheap, you know, I just finance some of it. But yeah, car finance is about 6.5% now. Yeah, And right. climbing. So yep. Yep. I'm going to have to do a few tunes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do some work. That's it. That's it. Um, that, that's going to be the future, though, isn't it? Like... Yeah. Interest rates aren't looking. I uh, know. I mean, we're interest rates. Are we up for a few. I mean, I'm not. This is not financial advice. Everybody, go and see someone that knows what they're doing. If you look at the way Paul and I live, you certainly <laughs> don't want to listen to us. Um, but it, yeah, if new car sales, I think, are going to get knocked around. They have yeah. to be. Yeah. They're not free anymore, are no. they? No, it wasn't like zero <clears throat> percent or something. I, I got interest. I, I loaned a tiny bit of money on the five oh seven, and I got that at one point six. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can't get six. So, you know, it's like, it's it's yep. just bloody. Prepare to be... Um, craziness. Bludgeoned in the wallet. Now, I've also got to spec up a supercar for a guy that wants to go drag racing when our new strip opens. I'll talk to you about who it is later. Okay. But he wants... A drag it, Well, it has to be road registered, has to be capable of a very low nine or a high eight, and has to be totally reliable. That's a, you yeah. know the old saying, you can't have all of well, them. Well, when this guy says it's got to be totally reliable, uh, he's not okay. He's not to be fucked with. Yeah, It has to be so reliable. By a supercar, you thinking Commodore? Yeah, right? I was thinking like a VNV6 <laughs> with a big nitrous <laughs> shot. That's it. But what do you do? One you do Tuffy's 308s. Yeah, I, well, eight second 308. There yes. you go, Tuffster. And Bring Paul it. will fix your panel gaps. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you do? Seven six five LT McLaren with pipes and a tune. We'll go close. To, we'll do a lowish nine. Yeah, mid nine. It's uh, already done that, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, a plaid will do a low nine, as we know. And if you put it on a diet, a high eight. Um, but you know, is a plaid a supercar? I don't know. It's just got it's to be a, a car. car killer. But imagine yeah, being okay. a car. But yeah. imagine it even being a car with warranty that can. Do yeah, that. there. Yeah. So then it doesn't really yeah. matter how reliable it is. Yep. You just fix it. Yeah. Elon. Because <laughs> we'll shoot yeah. you into space. You, is there any clauses with putting them on a track? No. No? Doesn't? No. Yeah, okay. No, no not that I'm allowed, aware of. I just know you're not allowed to drive them underwater. It's not recommended. <laughs> they don't warrant those. No. no. So, yeah, I've got a bit of a conundrum. I've got to work through how to make a reliable uh, low nine second, high eight second car. And I, you know, I'm, I'm flattered, but, you know, I struggle with making a reliable 10 second car. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> There's plenty to choose from, though. I think. Yeah, yeah I think that's there the is. hard bit. What do you choose? Yeah, budget's not really an issue. Oh, so. kind of. I mean, and this guy did go and drive a demon, and he was like, "Yeah, nah, it was just like a sack yeah, of shit. Okay. Wasn't that interested?" Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and they're going, oh, what about if I get the track pack for it? Apparently they do high sevens. So I said, no, they don't. No, yeah. they don't. <laughs> well, look, we're coming to the end of today's Epicast. I've got to keep it short so it can be uploaded. Yep. Um, it's good we because we've timed this right. We've got you back and haven't lost you in the thing. So we'll do, we'll get next Wednesdays in before yeah, you go. Will. So yep. I think you should say goodbye to everybody. See you, everyone. Bye, Oscar.